these three days, Sunday through Tuesday, are the days of the carnival, the days immediately preceding Ash Wednesday. They're called carnival from the root meaning carne, flesh meat, levare, taking away. And so it amounts to saying that these are the days to quit eating meat in the season of Lent when we will abstain from flesh meats. And by extension, the meaning is, of course, to abstain from any bloating excesses. And thus we have also the expression Fat Tuesday. And we gobble up with delight our punchke before Lent begins. But of course the word carnival has also the meaning of the amusement park and of the excessive vulgar and even frenzied merrymaking of shameless debauchery of the kind known in New Orleans or Rio de Janeiro. An ironic twist to the intended significance of these days, which exist only against the backdrop of a Catholic culture and in view of the approaching religious observance of Lent as a time of penance and austerity. In marked contrast to three days of revelry, our Lord in this gospel spoke of the three days of his passion. And so a dynamic is set up the licentiousness of the world versus Christ's literal bleeding for men's salvation, a dialectic which finds resolution in our liturgy of Queen Quagesima Sunday, our last Sunday stop before the beginning of Lent. Behold, we will go up to Jerusalem. This was the way our Savior announced his passion and death to his apostles. Behold, we will go up to Jerusalem. They were going up there for that very reason, for Christ to suffer. But as St. Luke says, the apostles at the time understood nothing of what he said to them. I sometimes think we resemble these apostles, uncomprehending, opaque to what the Lord says to us, filled more with the worldly spirit of the carnival than with the penitential spirit of the devout Christian. In a sense, the whole world is but one great carnival of amusement, 
dizzying, fun-crazed, distracting men's minds from God and their eternal destinies, a carnival, not of a mere three days, but of every day. Our observance of Lent fulfills in a way what our Lord said, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. Only Christ himself knows fully the mystery of those souls who shut themselves off from being saved and are determined to be lost in this whirlwind. And thus we find our motivation for undergoing Lent, to compassionate with Christ, whose mercy and love are rejected by so many. A good passage of Lent for us will be as a consolation to Christ in his passion. When he spoke through the words of the psalmist, I looked for someone to grieve with me, but found none. And so, should we not earnestly do our Lent for the sake of the many, perhaps the majority, who are ruining themselves? Who will pray? Who will do penance for them? Or are we insensitive to the salvation of our neighbor? If we truly loved Christ with all our might, and if we loved our neighbor as ourselves, would we not willingly, even eagerly, enter Lent for the sake of Christ and of our neighbor? Yes, Lent will come, and even though we may be enthused now about it, we will be sad when its time of sacrifice comes. But the goal and the end of it will be joyful. The contrast here is there are those who live for license but who are in fact the most miserable and then there are those who live under the yoke of Christ but who are the most fortunate and joyful of men. The first spin about in the carnival of the world while the second are composed and commune with the saints. You're in one state or the other, and you should not want to find out at the last judgment which side you've been on all your life. May God show us the splendor of his truth and the discomforting truth about ourselves. 
And if we do afflict our souls through bodily penances this Lent, may it be to have them center more nearly on God and the salvation of our neighbor. These three days of carnival are also called Shrovetide, which means days on which to be shriven or absolved from our sins in confession. This reminds us that we have to shrug off the defilements of sin as we make our ascent with the Lord, who is going up to Jerusalem to suffer and to die for us.